0: Hi, I'm Gordon. And I'm Fiona. We're from Gate Church International in Dundee, Scotland, and we'd like to welcome you to this week's podcast. Our goal here is growing people to bring Christ into our communities and to see you get connected with God as people and as purpose. We hope this message inspires you in your faith journey. Thank you. Hi, good morning. And... I wish i could see all your smiling faces but unfortunately that's not the way things are these days anyway this is palm sunday so we're going to look at one or two things related to that but i've always had a problem with palm sunday let me explain what the problem is you know that uh, jesus comes riding into jerusalem on a donkey Talks about him coming in humble and gentle and riding on a donkey. And in the Bible, the section's probably headed something like the triumphal entry. And I associate it with Sunday school, where you used to cut out palm leaves from paper, colour them in green and then wave them about. And it's all very nice. But then a few days later, You've got the utter brutality of Easter. Jesus, you've got Jesus in Gethsemane, so full of anguish at what lies ahead that he's sweating blood. Then there's the arrest, the show trial, the false accusations. Jesus uh, mocked and spat upon. Then he's savagely beaten and a crown of thorns driven into his head. And after that, he's led up to that cross, to be nailed to it, to die a terrible death. And on top of it all, the wrath of God was poured out upon him. How do you fit those two things together? How does the victory, the triumph, The niceness of Palm Sunday with the people shouting out Hosanna to the son of David. And then what happens at Easter. The brutality of it all. Well let's have a look at this. I think it was two years ago I I preached again on Palm Sunday. And I looked at various groups of people and their response to the cross. And one of those groups was the disciples. And the disciples did not want Jesus to go. Remember after Peter had recognised Jesus as the Messiah. And Jesus tells him he's going to be handed over to, the, uh, to be killed and to rise again. And Peter says, no way Lord. And as the days approached... They didn't want him to go. They knew something. They knew things were coming to a head. But Jesus knew he had to go to the cross. He said to Peter, get behind me, Satan. Why the difference? Why the difference in response? Well, the reason is this. The disciples did not realise the seriousness and depth of their problem. Jesus did. He knows the depths of sin and guilt within our hearts. He knows the wounds and the pain that can lie within our lives. He knew and understood, like no one else does, the depths of the problems within us. And He knew that the only way to deal with this was to go to that cross. So we can maybe start to see how the two fit together. You see, the two major problems we have are guilt and sin. And wounds and hurt within. And most of us, most of the time, don't realise the depths of those problems. There'll be one or two of you who do. And for all of us, there are some times in our lives when we get a glimpse of the full depths of the problems. We become aware of the guilt that we have, the damage that sin does, that it does to ourselves and that we've done to other people. And we become aware or we can no longer hide from the hurts and the wounds that lie within our souls. When we do, and if you this day are aware of the problems, the sin, the guilt, the hurt, we're actually closer to God than we realise. Jesus said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for the kingdom of heaven was made for them. And in Psalm 34 it says, the Lord is near to those who are crushed in spirit. So, if you feel crushed in spirit today, the Lord is near; He's not far away. But when, when we are full of guilt, aware of our sin, when we're experiencing the hurt within. One of the effects of that is that we're very delicate. We need to be treated gently. So if someone says or does the wrong thing, it can utterly crush us. We can just fall apart. But Jesus came, humble and gentle, riding on a donkey. And that's how he comes into our lives. Humble and gentle, and in Psalm 34, uh, sorry, earlier in Matthew it says, Come to me, all you who are heavy laden, for I am humble and gentle, and you will find rest for your souls. And that's how we should treat each other gently, not harshly. We should give each other a hug. Not in these days, of course. But we should treat each other gently. But while it's important that we do that. We know it's not enough. It may comfort us for a while. But then the pain and the guilt starts to come to the surface again. Jesus did come humbly and gently. But that's not all that he did. He came as our saviour king. He went to that cross. To do what we could not do. To heal what we could not heal. In Isaiah 53 verses 4 and 5. It says this. Surely he took up our weaknesses. He took up our pain. And our sufferings. And then. He was pierced for our transgressions. The punishment that should have been ours was laid upon him. And by his wounds we are healed. You see Jesus took up the pain, the suffering, he took that upon himself on the cross. And he took upon himself all of our guilt, all of my guilt. All of your guilt, and it was completely paid for on that cross. So, because of him, by his wounds, we are healed. Jesus is our perfect Saviour. You see, he comes with gentleness, he comes with humility. He's the King of Kings, but he comes with humility and gentleness into our lives. But he's also our Saviour King. So today, let us welcome our Saviour King, our perfect Saviour, who knows exactly how to bring true and deep healing into our lives. Amen.